There is so much free information that you can get out there. And today, Michelle and I are going to talk about some of the best websites for beginners that will help you with finding some great companies to invest in and other resources that will really help you on your way. My name is Sina Lundholt, and you're listening to Investing Mastermind Podcast. And with me, I have Michelle Markey. So, Michelle, are you ready? to talk about websites. Oh yeah, and there's so many amazing resources out there. So we're excited to share these with you. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to share with you today is websites that Michelle and I use today, some websites we used as beginners. So we're going to, you know, talk a little bit about the website as well as how they will help you become a better investor. And I'm going to start out by talking about Yahoo Finance. If you're a seasoned investor, of course, you've heard about this website. But as a beginner, you might never have heard about Yahoo Finance. It's a free website. You can use it to find information about the stock market, about individual companies. And it also has a so-called stock screener where you put in some parameters and then it's like a search machine for stocks where you simply can find some stocks to invest in using different parameters. I personally do not use the screener. Later in the show, we'll get back to which screener I use. But Yahoo Finance is a great place to start and to keep updated for free about information on investing. Do you use Yahoo Finance, Michelle? Well, I uh, sometimes check out on it. Like if there's a chart, like normally I'll just put a ticker symbol of a stock in Google. And if Google's chart isn't working, then I might check Yahoo Finance's chart because you can kind of make it a bigger chart and look at certain details of the patterns of a chart. So in some ways it's useful that way. And also sometimes Yahoo Finance has investing related articles that can be useful like and that may get beyond a paywall because some original articles will be featured on more prestigious websites but then they get republished on Yahoo Finance which I think is kind of useful. So yeah, there's a good amount of resources you can get out of Yahoo Finance. So where do you go to get your information about what's going on in the world and in the stock market? Well, one uh, site I normally check every day, just so I know what's the latest headlines, is Wall Street Journal. So if you go to WSJ.com, I just scroll through the main site, see what's happening. And, you know, they're both company-related and economic-related indicators that I like to keep tabs on. So I'll go there. And if we're talking about keeping tabs on some stocks... If you feel ready to go on to the next level of more financial information detail, you could visit gurufocus.com, which is a free website, mostly like you could pay to upgrade to access certain data, but I don't. And there'll be pop-ups, which are slightly, you know, can be much, but the pop-ups, you know, if you X out of them, you can get back to looking at some more granular financial data about many ticker symbols of stock. So I recommend also checking out gurufocus.com. I agree about the pop-up boxes, but of course it's because they want you to pay for the premium version of the website. It's a great site that you can use for many things, not only finding uh, news, but also you can track some of the so-called guru investors. So you can find Warren Buffett's portfolio in there as well as other fund managers that have 
above $100 million under, you know, management in their funds, you can find them on Guru Focus, American investors primarily. And uh, they also have some really nice visuals, in my opinion, some nice charts on you know, where they take some information from the annual report and they visualize it. I like that a lot. Wow. That sounds like you get a lot of use out of Guru Focus. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily use it that much for tracking Warren Buffett. I really did in the beginning when I was a new investor, I got a lot of inspiration by looking into Guru's portfolios to find stocks that, you know, for my wish list that we talked about in a previous episodes about our watch list and wish lists. And Guru Focus was one of those websites where I got some, you know, inspiration. I still use it to some extent, finding, for example, data on companies they have from companies around the world, different kind of data that I find super useful. So I'm I'm still using Guru Focus today, but primarily for data and visualizations. Another website where I find similar data as on Guru Focus, but only for American stocks, unfortunately, it's called stockanalysis.com. It's definitely one of my favorite websites. I use that a lot when I teach people how to invest because it gives you great statistics and it's great to just, you know, if you're thinking about investing in a company, you can check stockanalysis.com and some of the statistics on their debt and margins, etc. And then when you start doing some more work, you, you know, you need a little bit more information, but it's great to take a temperature. And actually, now that we're talking about that, I show that website, I have a webinar coming up. It's actually tomorrow, Wednesday, September 20th. It's at eight o'clock Copenhagen time. So uh, I hope that I'm going to see some of the listeners in the webinar. It's uh, not often that I host a webinar. It's free to join. And it's basically about how you pick high quality stocks and stay clear of some of the the junk out there that's been made to be pretty. So uh, yeah, I hope that some of the listeners here wants to join me for an hour. And just to clarify, is it 8 p.m. or 8 a.m.? Oh, yeah, it's 8 p.m. Thank you so much. And it's Copenhagen time, so that would be 2 p.m. Eastern. All right. So those of us, if we're on the East Coast in America, we could tune in at 2 p.m. Wednesday, September 20th. So mark your calendars, everybody. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Do you use, have you heard about stock analysis? I think I mostly heard about from you. I'm not sure if I've gone there maybe in passing, but I I may need to look into that more because it sounds like a really valuable resource. Yeah, I like it for the profit margin and free cash flow per share just to get a glimpse of what it looks like right now. I do more extensive work later, but it just yeah, it's a great website for just, you know, getting to know a company. One other Websites, or maybe I should allow you before I move on, Michelle. Do you want to talk about no, some can, of the other resources? Say, what, just continue. Yeah. All right. For Screener, we talked a little bit about Yahoo Finance, and I promise to get back to what do I use? I use Finwiz. That's my favorite stock screener. 
And it's because of the parameters that you can put into FinWiz. Like, for example, I don't like a company with a lot of debt, so I can use that parameter. We've also talked in a previous episode about return on equity. And that's some parameters that you can put into FinWiz. And I want to make sure that it's got a low long-term debt and a high return on equity, ROE. And that's something that you can put in some parameters you can put into this search machine. And then the output will be a list of stocks to invest in. I wish they had more global stocks. It's very American or large cap around the world. One thing that Yahoo has is a bigger machine, so you can find companies all over the world, but you can't find that with FinWiz. So that's something I wish again. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but it sounds like you're still able to find and identify some potential candidates that you can at very least put on your watch list and then study further, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's all for the for the list to to study further. And um, yeah, it's my favorite search machine or stock screener. Do you use a stock screener to get inspiration? Um, not specifically one like FinWiz or Yahoo's, but I tend to get inspiration from looking at data Roma and in a similar way to how Guru Focus features super investors portfolios. The data Roma site also features the 13F filings, which are the equity holdings of the super investors like Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, Monish Pabrai, Guy Spear, Lee Lu, and more. So I'll periodically check around 45 days after the end of a quarter to see what are the latest changes. Like, why did Monish Pabrai sell out of Brookfield Asset Management and invest in a metallurgical company, let's say? You know, so it will give me ideas to try to ponder and try to see if I can reverse figure out why a super investor invested in certain companies or what is Berkshire seeing in a bunch of home builders that they heavily invested in a number of them, like Lennar Corp that I've heard good things about. So it kind of serves as a screener to me because if some of these companies have already been vetted by the best investors ever, then it could give me some potential ideas. And not that I just go run out and invest because sometimes, you know, a Berkshire Hathaway will invest $4 billion in Taiwan Semiconductor and then a few quarters later completely sell out. So you don't want to just blindly copy what they invest, but it gives you some food for thought to investigate further and see if it's within your circle of competence to pursue further and potentially invest in if you fully understand what the company is all about and you believe in it and you've done all your other homework like using the stock screener Cena mentioned and check the return on equity or also return on invested capital, which is equity plus debt and see if they're able to still generate good returns on ROIC. So things like that would be good to check out. And Sina, do you also use Dataroma? I do. I, it's my favorite website also to find guru stocks or super investor stocks. It's Dataroma. There are other websites out there. Of course, there's the SEC's Edgar database where you can get the 13F filings, as it's called. There's Well Wisdom. We mentioned Guru Focus, but Data Roma is my favorite. And the reason for that is they primarily have the Warren Buffett style investors. They do also have some other super investors, but it is primarily the school of Buffett or Benjamin Graham, etc. that is on Data Roma. 
And the overview is very, very nice. So I tend to go to that one rather than any of the other ones. Yeah, for sure. And it's pretty simplified. So it's it's a very clean interface. So it's very easy to use, especially as a beginner. And another site, if you're a beginner investor and you want to have some financial calculators and tools to use, both Sina and I are educated in Danielle Town and Phil Town's approach to investing. So we both read their invested book and listened to their invested podcast. And that's a lot of how we might invest is in that type of approach. And so to help with that, Phil Town's company, Rule One Investing, features a bunch of tools and resources that you can go to his website and use for free. So I recommend checking those out because you can learn all about his recommended tools to help you invest better. And I think that that's a fabulous resource, especially for beginners. And even if you're more advanced, you can still get a lot of use out of it. I totally agree. It was one of my favorite websites as a beginner investor. I spend hours on that website, if not more. <laughs> I've spent so many hours, you know, searching for his rep website and using his resources. It's absolutely great. I It's been a while since I've been in there, so I don't know if he has the same resources at, as he did a couple of years ago. It's now been quite a few years since I've used his website, but yeah, I just found it a wealth of, of information in there as a beginner. It was such a wonderful website. So other people besides Phil Town that, so Phil is great for beginners. This, what I'm going to mention now, there may be more advanced. Um, it's also individuals. They have blogs or bulletins. I subscribe to the newsletter, so I don't necessarily visit the blog, but it is websites that you could go check out. One I would definitely recommend is Howard Marks. He's got his memos on his website and they're definitely worth reading. He always have some just excellent thoughts. Uh, it's on his website or the management firm Oak Tree on, on that website where they publish memos. And I don't know if there's a frequency they come out once in a while. Go check out his memos. As what Damodaran, Damodaran, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but he is also doing a lot of valuations and one of the valuation gurus in the world. He's not a Buffett style investor. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. He's more of a diversified portfolio type of guy. Another kind. So that's something to just keep in mind. I really recommend also following him. And then there's a Asian website that I found quite a few years ago. It's not often updated anymore. It's a person from Hong Kong. The website is called Long River. And I just thought it was interesting to get something that wasn't American but still value investing. I subscribe to the newsletter. It's not coming out that often anymore. I just got one the other day. If it wasn't today, I can't remember. I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to to reading the letter. How about you, Michelle? Do you have any individuals that you follow that you want to plug here? Yeah, like in addition to the ones you mentioned, which are great resources, there's also Adam Mead, who we've interviewed before, and feel free to check out that episode because Adam Mead is so generous with sharing his knowledge about Warren Buffett and Berkshire and 
really great. And he also has websites with newsletters called Watchlist Investing. And there's a lot of free resources he also provides. So definitely check out Adam Mead's website, or he also has a YouTube channel you can check out. I think it's called BRK Student. So if you look up Adam Mead, I'm sure you'll find many of his resources online, as well as another Buffett type investor is Chris Bloomstrand, and he's got a wealth of information, very detail oriented. So if you're interested in learning more about Berkshire related stuff, check out Adam Mead and Chris Bloomstrand's resources online. And that's mostly what I just want to add. There are many other really great resources out there, but we don't want to inundate you, but we'll make sure that we'll include all the websites we mentioned today in our show notes. So you can be sure to refer to that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, I'm sure it will appear. And if not, you can always reach out to us at Investing Mastermind Podcast on our social media and wherever you can find us online. So definitely don't hesitate to reach out if you want to clarify some of what we talked about today. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to finish out with that is actually also a super great resource is once you've found a company that you would like to invest in, go check out their investor relations page on their website. There's a wealth of information on that side. You can see when there are some events where they might talk about a quarterly report or an annual report or press releases. And, you know, it's just great to, you know, keep tabs on what's going on in the company by checking out the investor relations side. And oftentimes you can subscribe to a newsletter so you get information whenever they publish anything. I also want to say about the webinar that we'll post the link to the webinar in the show notes as well. And you can also go to investunista.com webinar if you want to know more and sign up for it. And yeah, you can also find that link on my social channel on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, Sina actually gives out a lot of great information in her newsletters too. So definitely sign up if you haven't already. Thank you so much, Michelle. <laughs> I try. <laughs> All oh, right. Awesome, Sina. Oh, thank you. We're coming to an end of the show and we'll be back as usual on Tuesday. Till next time. If you enjoyed the show and found the content informational, we would be super grateful if you would leave us a review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you automatically get new episodes in your feed. We publish a new show every Tuesday. The contents of the Investing Mastermind podcast are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. None of this is investing advice. And if you need help in your personal situation, please consult with a professional.